0: Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome to Empower Her Money Podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan, speaker, best-selling author and entrepreneur. And today's episode is sponsored by freemoneytipsbook.com. freemoneytipsbook.com. Head over to that website and download your free ebook with seven unshakable money tips just for you. On today's podcast, I am interviewing Gilza Fort-Martinez, and she is a licensed family therapist helping women overcome betrayal through her 4R program. Gilza, welcome to the show today.
1: Hi, Angela. Thank you so much for the invite. Yes, awesome.
0: So why don't we start a little bit with your journey, kind of how you got to what you're doing today?
1: Okay. Okay. A, it's a little bit of a winding road as they say right I'm um, I'm the daughter of uh, Cuban political refugees so my parents came in the early 1960s um and so as as any child of an immigrant whether refugee or immigrant there's always the the concept of um, of assimilation and acculturation but in in my parents case both of my parents were um somewhat, very traditional, but also somewhat um, progressive for for those times. And so education was a very important thing for them. And so from the get-go, the expectation was, you know, we need to go to school, um, and my brother and I, but my father was an attorney, Angela. And if you know any of the stereotypes of attorneys, you know, the path that that they say is the path that they say. So I was supposed to be an attorney and i promise you that i tried i really tried all through my junior year in college to to go the attorney route uh, but really part of what happened for me is that i i really had um i really had an understanding that my dad uh, was going to help people through the very legal perspective and very much the letter of the law, you know, being again, a political refugee for him, the importance of fairness and justice and, and ability and, uh, you know, to, to, to use your voice and so forth was very important. And he did it that way. But for me, it was going to need to be more along the idea of, of, of the heart and really, you know, merging all of that intellect, but really Embracing the the uh, empathy and then wanting help people to help transition. So um, for me, it, my path went that way. Uh, although he was never quite happy with my uh, uh, choice, he definitely understood that we were both, you know. in in different ways of wanting to help people. And so that um, was kind of the backdoor approach for me. I started working in some of the traditional ways that that clinicians do. I'm a marriage and family therapist and have worked with women in particular, but couples uh, for over 25 years and did started the traditional way, right? Working in hospitals and agencies and so forth until again, I really realized that my vision was about being able to kind of manage my path a little bit more, have it more under my my abilities. And so I've uh, created my, my own practice that I've been working in um, for, for a long time and really work with women going through a variety of different transitions, whether that's young women starting college or whether that's definitely the journey into relationships, motherhood, but very often women that want to blend that idea of there's a professional self, there's things, my passions, things that I want to do, as well as, you know, kind of figure out how to do the, the family thing. So I'm a mom also of uh, two grown Pretty fabulous daughters. Most of the time, they're pretty fabulous um, and pretty fierce. They're both, uh, you know, professionals on their own right at this point—23 and 28 uh, years old—and doing their their thing. And so, though, that's my passion: working really with women, helping them to transition through or go through the transitions that life kind of flings at us. I think that's kind of a little bit of a resume of kind of 30 years worth of work.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I love it sounds like the entrepreneur spirit at least was early on whether you know you didn't end up being an attorney like your father but having that kind of entrepreneur spirit um kind of started early. So, and one thing I loved what you said too is you're you're a heart-centered person. You know, a lot of times when I talk with clients and what I teach and speak about is the difference in why I wanted to do this podcast is because women do lead with their heart, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what line of business they choose to be in um, it's heart centered. We are servants. We want to help each other. And so that goes right in line. I think with what you do, being a therapist, you really truly want to help your clients at the end of the day. So talking about some of maybe um, the situations that you come across as a therapist, what are some things that you see that perhaps you help teach your clients so that they can get through whatever that moment is in time that they're going through? So maybe some techniques that you help them with as well.
1: Well, you know, that um, often depends, obviously, on what what the presenting situation is. Um, however, overall, one of the things that um, I realized is that You know, I tend to work from a framework, you know, a framework of really um, helping women to to really walk through, you know, really embrace the the uncertainty, let's say, like really lean into that uncertainty. Whether that's um, through, again, transitioning to uh, college or a new job or whatever. But some of my, my, my more specific focus, Angela, is that I work with women who are going through like the pain and the grief of uh, betrayal. Uh, very often uh, a good 80% of, of divorces in this country are as a result of some form of betrayal, right? The most common being infidelity, but it's not the only kind. So I really work with women in this framework that I call the four R's, okay. And my four R's are about um, rest,
0: mm-hmm.
1: reflect, reset, and then re-engage. And so it's a it's a process that I help women work through with kind of various other tools that are embedded within that, in order to help them really uh, pause, uh, to really step into wow this has been. Devastating, whatever that is, uh, uh, betrayal is something that very often hits us um, as like a big, huge, you know, uh, tsunami. You know, mixture of a whole bunch of different emotions, and so I really encourage the process of resting and and reflecting. We're a real hustle culture, right? And so the idea of resting very often is met with, oh my gosh, but I've got so many things to do, or that's unproductive, or um, lazy even, and so wow. it's you know a big, a big uh, pet peeve for me is to really encourage uh, us to to rest, and that that's a big piece of the recovery. So my four R's is kind of the the uh, framework that I try to help women, particularly like I said in the in the throes of of, of betrayal. But I have found that it is, in general, uh, a framework that helps me to to help people kind of move through whatever their pain is and that their struggle is.
0: Hmm. I love that that first step is rest. And I think that sometimes even for myself is very difficult to take that time for my self-care to allow myself not, you know, and I I see how we can maybe um, perceive that rest as lazy, um, right. But it's not. It's self-care. It's taking care mm-hmm. of yourself first so that you can manage and, and you know, and go through, you know, that that tough time that you're going through. So Absolutely. when you talk about reset, because um, what I find a, a lot of times, too, is when women are married, you know, they may defer the finances and the um, investments and, and things like that to their husband. So going through that reset to mm-hmm. learn now how to manage their own finances, to manage their own investments, um, what do you often see there that works well for women when they're going through that stage? Um, and
1: I'm I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly where you know what recesses uh, reset is about. It is really about you know choosing to uh, redirect yourself and and pivot. And what are the major areas for a lot of a lot of us as people but definitely as women right uh, work and family and children and all of that is either underlying or or umbrellaed with the idea of money right and and all of the symbolism that goes with money as as um as a hispanic woman money is has a whole bunch of you know residue of of where that comes from as well like you said it's not just um, our, our husbands, but very often our fathers. You know, maybe for some even brothers. So the whole idea of doing money uh, wasn't always very, considered very ladylike, right? Mm-hmm. For for a lot of us, um, uh, built into my uh, framework, as I was mentioning, is this whole idea of how are you going to step into who you want to be. So the the I, the the reflection piece of my four R's is asking yourself these kinds of questions you know where where are you now what's important to you what where do you see yourself in let's say one year three years five years and so money is inevitable to have a conversation with uh, and certainly if they're going through a divorce it's you know a, a corner piece right one of the important parts of being able to get that clarity but the emotional part of money is the one that i i really uh focus on because i've got divorce coaches i've got you know financial people that i can refer my my uh clients to right people who actually do the numbers um but before they can even do those numbers, right? Very often there is all of this that you're talking about, the, the symbolism of money, what we grew up with, what we believe we we have, what we deserve, all of those kinds of questions that I, I really help them sort through. Again, using my, my framework, it's a lot about, are you willing to ask yourself the hard questions that go along with any kind of transition, but definitely in divorce.
0: Yeah, and that forward thinking too kind of gives them hope um, that things are going to be okay, and mm-hmm. you know this is just a transition for you, right. and you know breaking it down by little steps. Right. Temporary,
1: temporary. Yeah. All of this is temporary.
0: Yeah, and I I really yeah. like that because when you break things down into steps, then it doesn't seem like such a mountain anymore. You're looking more at like a step by step process, and that can help you. Um, heal and you can stay in whichever step that you
1: need to longer shorter depending on the person I would assume too right Exactly exactly yeah. and you circle back depending on again, what are the the amount of belief systems that go along with the whole thing with money is it is a mountain of of emotions that that many of us uh, particularly women but I think many of us um, have to scale.
0: Yeah, and not just unpacking those emotions within that relationship, but what did you learn before that all the way back through your childhood?
1: Yeah, yeah, very often, because very often what we do in our relationship comes from somewhere else, you know, Uh, whether it's a previous relationship and or, you know, what you learned uh, at at home, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. that's good. Um, Do you see clients come back to you after they've transitioned through those kind of four steps, maybe in a few years? if they um, need to kind of reset again, can you come back and then just go through kind of the steps during a different period of
1: your life too? Absolutely. Um, Again, I've been doing this long enough at this point, Angela, where I definitely have clients that have come back and said, hey, You know, Elsa, I just need a a booster or I need a a little tune up here. And it's, you know, like you said, some other kind of situation that's going on and wanting to be able to, you know, use that proverbial mirror, as I call it. Right. I'll hold up the mirror for you. You look in, ask yourself the questions. Let me support you while you kind of, you know, go through all of the possible options because. That's a big one that I I talk about, Angela is that things are temporary. one, feelings, situations usually temporary. And two, um, that we we really have more options for um, resolutions than we think. and that that sometimes it's really about utilizing that kind of interactive mirror, so to speak, to see kind of outside the box, as they say, right.
0: Right. And unpacking that emotional from, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, from your childhood, things that that you've learned early on. It's not as though if you think about it, you're fixed right away. Right. Because right. when you're when you're going to hit another stressful time in life, you might see those emotions come back and being accepting of those emotions and knowing and, and realizing, OK, this is where this is coming from step Mm -hmm. out of that to be able to continue your healing process and knowing like for me personally, I had a pretty traumatic childhood. So I know that I'm going to most likely be healing forever. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a process throughout my life. And just realizing Mm -hmm. that that pain and emotion may always be there, but hopefully it gets just smaller and smaller as I go through life. Right.
1: Right. Right. It is definitely, you know, the journey, as they say, not the not the destination, Um, you know, and that's one of the reasons why as men, as long as I've been doing and practicing um, counseling and and psychotherapy, I still really love what I do, you know, Mm because as you said, there's always the possibility of showing somebody the possibilities, you know, and so that's to me, that continues to be really exciting because we don't know where a possibility could happen, you know, and, and around money and and investment and things like that. There's all kinds of untapped potential that very often I see in my women clients in particular, things that they really had never thought were possible for them and ways to, let's say, make income. But It also be something that is part of their passions or or things like that, you know, that whole exploration of that is very much about self esteem self worth, you know, and uh, all of that, as you said, unpacking all of those layers. Yeah, and watching you
0: just kind of light up right there for the rewarding part of what you do, (laughs) you know, maybe when someone makes that breakthrough or starts really gaining hope for the future, or realizing what their talents are, watching you on screen right there, I can tell why you're so passionate about what you do, because you just lit up when you're when you're talking about the rewarding aspect of like that breakthrough. So I can imagine that that's that's a good, you know, an amazing part of what you do, and perhaps what you why you keep doing what you do, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah I appreciate that because it is it's amazing to me when a when a client you know gets it whatever it is for them it's still a, a fab, fabulous you know feeling and and to be allowed right to really get the opportunity to um support them or help them in that process of getting to wherever it is
0: yeah. Good. Good. Well, um, I'm going to switch to a fun topic as we wrap up the podcast here and then kind of throw you something a little maybe off topic. Um, but if you could have a superpower or like a super talent, um, outside of healing people, which is kind of what you're doing, um, what would you pick and why would you pick it?
1: Um, a superpower. Well, um, I would tell you the first thing that comes to my mind is my, my superpower is um, tough love. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's kind of how my um, Instagram name came up and all of that is my superpower is really tough love. I'm going to care about you, whether you're my friend or my daughters or my client. And I'm also going to be right there, you know, kind of, Pushing, you know, sometimes shoving, sometimes pulling you off the, you know, doorframe, kind of like the scared cat that doesn't want to go through the doorframe. <laughs> um, because I, I really, w- once you allow me into your circle, whatever that is, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna be your cheerleader, you know. Uh, but I'm not, I'm, not, I don't sugarcoat. And if you ask me a, a question or my opinion you may get it you know it doesn't have to be right it doesn't have to be going to really encourage move um I don't do you know as my clients say the participation awards I don't I I want you to really be at the place that you want to be and sometimes that's hard yeah sometimes that's yeah. hard I love that. Awesome. Well, really appreciate
0: your guidance and your information today. I love seeing that you're just passionate about what you do. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you to learn more, perhaps they're thinking about becoming a therapist or they may be going through something where they may need your help. How do they reach you?
1: Uh, Well, uh, I have a pretty good website at this point, thanks to, you know, uh, my team and my daughters that will tell me, Mom, you finally stepped into the 21st century here, (laughs) so they can always find me on my website, hilsafort.com. On Instagram, I am known as Tough Love Healer, so feel free to reach out to me there. Um, And on Facebook, uh, you can find me at and I'd love to chat with anybody that has any questions or any concerns. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Angela. I appreciate it. I appreciate
0: what you do. Yes. Awesome. Well, that concludes another episode of empower her money podcast. I am your host, Angela Duncan. Make sure that if you have learned anything today, implement it, take action. And if you need help, Find someone that can help you through whatever hard times you are going through. Again, Angela Duncan, and I will see you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Empower Her Money podcast. Make sure you leave me a five-star review. Share this podcast, subscribe, and share the message.